the United States has just captured 11 Iranians that have crossed over into the United States. What does that mean for national security? Well, we don't know yet. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Denise Gary Show. So several things could happen. Under the Biden administration, he has said that currently people that come into the United States illegally and ignore U.S. borders and U.S. sovereignty and U.S. federal law will just be caught and released. I believe in this particular case, based on past precedent, they will possibly be detained since they were captured. So I'm assuming they will be detained and that Customs Border Patrol uh, agents or possibly the DHS agents will interrogate, not through physical harm or torture, but will question these 11 individuals separately to get as much information as they can from them in order to establish do they know of people that may have ties to terrorist cells or groups here in the United States? For example, Hezbollah has numerous terrorist cells in various states throughout this country. There are also other groups, uh, Islamic Jihad, Hamas, the Islamic Resistance Movement. There are other groups that get funds from Iran. Now, under President Trump, a lot of that was dried up because of the strict sanctions regime on the Iranian bank, on Iran's oil sector, on several institutions and Iranian officials to dry up the kinds of financial and economic resources that Iran had to fund these groups and to fund Iranian operatives working inside the United States and other countries around the globe. So it'll be interesting to see and we'll watch what happens with these 11 Iranian, who are they? Spies, terrorists, whatever they are, whoever they are, we need to pay attention. Which brings me to the next subject. President Biden was handed a gift by President Trump, a massive sanctions regime that put tremendous pressure on Iran and, as I just stated, dried up a lot of resources that were available to fund Iran's militia groups, basically armed gangs, thugs that circulate throughout the Middle East, in Iraq, in Yemen, in Syria, in Lebanon, um, in the Gaza Strip, throughout the Middle East region and Asia. These militias were responsible for killing an American civilian when, after, President Bi after Biden became elected president. We've already had an attack on Americans in Erbil, Iraq. An American civilian was killed. An American soldier was injured. And several other individuals were injured inside Iraq. This is because of Hezbollah in Iraq as well as other Iranian groups working inside Iraq. Now, I want you to know that under President Trump's, President Trump's administration, a lot of the activities of these militia groups were halted. Iran just didn't have the money to support them. But it's important to note now that Iran has recognized the fact that people can walk across our border. Iran has worked with narco-terrorists throughout South and Central America and Mexico to build tunnels, tunnels that will allow them to move people 
and weapons-grade uh, armaments into the United States. They can be, of course, you know, uh, uh, placed as parts inside boxes and moved into the, uh, brought into the United States and pieced back together. And so now you have a weapon. So this kind of thing happens. It happens regularly, which is why President Trump wanted to build the wall and which is why the wall was built going several feet underground as well. That was part of the program to prevent narco-terrorists and Islamic terrorists that coordinate their activities from coming through those tunnels into the United States. So considering the massive um, sanctions regime that President Trump put on Biden, I think it's important that all of us pay attention to what the Democrats are going to do because there's an election coming up in 2022 and the Democrats need to be voted out. Number one, because Biden's catch and release policy is an invitation to every terrorist, every Islamic terrorist, every other kind of militia group, every kind of anyone that wants to work harm against the United States to come into our country, be caught and then released. So I want to share with you some ideas. First of all, I believe that Biden needs to do what President Trump was doing, and that was continue efforts to intercept Iranian arms shipments. So one of the things that Iran does to hurt Americans in overseas, whether they're civilians or American soldiers, is to send weapons. And in fact, Hezbollah has built, with the thanks to the financial support of Iran, Hezbollah has built a land bridge from the Islamic Republic there uh, on the outskirts of the Middle East, right? They're bordering on Asia all the way to the Mediterranean. There's a land bridge. So, so for an Islamic army or for Islamic terrorists to carry weapon supplies all the way to the Mediterranean to a country like Lebanon or a place like the Gaza Strip or Egypt is very much doable. And in fact, consider that right now today, there's a, they believe there's at least 150,000 missiles. Israeli estimates have estimated more. But conservatively speaking, we believe there's 150 missiles right now in Lebanon trained on Israeli targets inside Israel. This is a deep concern. We have American forces in Israel. We have American forces throughout the Middle East. Uh, Greece, American allies are right there in the Mediterranean region. It's a, it's a concern. And of course, we know that Turkey has been involved in supporting and assisting um, Al-Qaeda, ISIS. By the way, ISIS uh, terror, terror individuals have also used that border um, the U.S.-Mexico border to come into the United States and have been intercepted there as well. So it's not just Hezbollah. It's just not Iranian individuals. It's not just um, Al-Qaeda. It's not just Hamas. It's just, it's just not Palestinian liberation organization groups. It's all kinds of individuals that will be involved in or would like to be involved in attacks here on the homeland. So again, 
the Trump administration made it clear that it's important to keep the sanctions um, on Iran, in fact, to increase sanctions. One of the, the things that the Trump administration suggested was for the Biden administration to also um, provide strict oversight and maximum support to Iranian aspirations for democracy. Uh, there are Iranians here in the United States and in Western Europe that would still like to retake Iran and push out the Islamic Re uh, Republic or the Iranian Revolutionary Forces in Iran. That's another step that can be taken. Also, the Swiss, the Swiss government, provides medicine and food to Iranian civilians. The problem with that is that if, the, if Islamic Republic officials get that food and medicine, they will divert it from the Iranian people and use it to supply and support terrorist cells and militia groups operating in the region and in other parts of the globe. So there's a lot to do. President Trump handed uh, a very six, a very strict set of guidelines with respect to Iran that have kept, kept Iran checked. Hopefully, Biden will fulfill that um, the the initiative that President Trump started. Now, I want you to listen to a clip because one of the things that also deeply concerns me is because Biden has said that his administration will re-embrace the JC. POA, the, the um, nuclear accords that were uh, signed uh, in 2015, Biden says that he will re-embrace Iran if they follow the uh, JCPOA uh, guidelines. I don't know that they will, but listen to what um, the Deputy Secretary, Secretary General of the Iraqi Hezbollah movement Nasser el-Shamari has to say about using Iranian militia groups to kill Americans in the region. And the Islamic Revolution Guards Corps have been supporting, arming, and training resistance movements. As a result, Israel, since its inception until now, has been in retreat. The resistance movements are present and have achieved great victories. Perhaps the clearest example is the American occupation forces fleeing Iraq. The Americans themselves admitted that 80% of their military losses in Iraq came from what they called armed groups backed by Iran. The goal at the current stage is to wipe out the entire American military presence in the region to avenge all the terrorist acts U.S. forces have committed. And also, President Trump was involved in trying to prevent any arms shipments from Russia and China to Iran. That's also going to be important for Biden to follow up on. And one more thing before we close today, the Abraham Accords. You know, Biden has talked about how he and his administration are going to go back to the Iran nuclear deal. The problem with that is we have a situation now on the ground in the Middle East, thanks to President Trump, in which Israel and various Muslim Arab countries have signed these accords called the Abraham Accords, which includes military cooperation. They need, they need to be included in any talks going forward 
by the Biden team and Iran. So I hope you'll take some of these talking points and take them uh, to Twitter, take them to emails, take them in phone calls to the White House. Let's hold the Democrats responsible for keeping under control the Islamic Republic of Iran from spreading and developing its nuclear weapons, its ballistic missiles, whether they be small, medium, or long-range missiles, or ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic uh, missiles, um, as well as fostering more peace and stability in the Middle East by keeping Iran and its terrorist groups and militias under tight control. Thank you for listening. President Trump has correctly stated that economic security is national security, and in the Tehachapi Mountains of Kern County resides a United States defense contractor, Anate's Products. Here is the Silicon Valley of the aerospace industry, right here in East Kern. Anate's Products is a forward-leaning manufacturer and distributor of hardware sold to major defense and aerospace companies. We're talking about Boeing, Lockheed Martin, United Technologies, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon General Electric, and on and on the list goes, as well as to every United States ally worldwide, including Israel, America's most important strategic ally in the Middle East. And for everything that flies, Anate's Products is providing the parts. And with me today is the president of Anate's Products, Scott Baker. Hi, Scott. How you doing? I, you believe this corner of Kern County is the hub of the aerospace industry. Well, this, this portion of Southern California here out in the uh, Antelope Valley, it, it contains, you know, some of the most cutting-edge technology going on in aviation today. You know, we have uh, some of the UCAS programs with unmanned uh, technologies going on. We have uh, uh, Edwards Air Force Base out here who's doing continual testing in their area. We have the Naval uh, Weapons uh, Station up there at China Lake doing some fantastic cutting-edge stuff, cruise missile technology, and those things are going on. We have scale composites locally doing a lot of composite technology, which is new. We have SpaceX, which is a you know private one putting private uh, entity putting things into into space now. This area is the growth center for aviation's future, and uh, this is this is the area I think that uh, as a nation we need to be concentrating some of our effort and taking this technology. And as we all know, with the space program from Apollo years ago, out of these technologies, we the private sector are going to reap some of the benefits of that. Thank you, Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Baker, president of Anate's Products. Anate's Products, located in the beautiful mountains of Tehachapi, California, in eastern Kern County, is home to some of the most innovative and specialized technologies in the world, including those at the U.S. Naval Air Warfare Center, Weapons Division at China Lake, Edwards Air Force Base, as well as Strata Launch, launching satellites capable of delivering multiple orbits in a single flight to space. And it is Anate's products that has provided the manufactured devices and the president, Scott Baker of Anate's products, Marine Corps veteran, reactivated on 9-11 to monitor threats to the homeland, is carrying on a tradition of providing for the security of the United States by manufacturing every kind of fastener on anything that flies, as well as providing a full testing destructive laboratory. Contact Anate's Products, now in business for 30 years, at 661-822-6873 
located at 1314 Goodrick Drive in Tehachapi for your manufacturing and testing needs today.